Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up Podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up Podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, as always, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe and never miss an episode. And in this episode, we are talking about if that crap was going to work, it would be working already. Ambiguous title, I know. What's the crap I'm talking about? I'm talking about all the crap in your head, all the crap that maybe you put up from other people outside of you. We're talking about criticism, judgment, negativity. We're talking about all the things that we might do to ourselves or other people might do to us under the guise of somehow it being conducive to helping us, but ultimately just makes us demotivated, damages our confidence, our self-esteem, or at the very least, it just holds us back from being all we could be and doing what it is that we want to do. And the truth is, if that crap was going to work, it would be working already. The chances are you've been doing this to yourself forever. The chances are you've had people in your life that have been negative towards you and they've been negative to you forever. And if that was the way that you were going to succeed, if that's what was going to work for you, it would be working already. That sentence came to me from an amazing uh, member of mine called Joe. And I was chatting to her about stuff. We we're talking about criticism and judgment. And we we're talking about, you know, people that knock other people. You know, sometimes it's their wives, their partners, it's their business partners. You know, it could be their parents who are a critical force or a critical presence in their life. And I've, you know, I was saying how, you know, very few people are trying to put you down to punish you or to hurt you. Most people, it's a it's an accidental thing. What they're trying to do is they're trying to instill in you. Um, their own rules for life or their own perceptions of life. And they are actually doing it to to care for you. You know, if you do something and you fall flat on your ass, you know, someone that loves you could turn around to you and say, listen, you know, you're just not cut out for this. And of course, it can cut to the bone. It can absolutely destroy your confidence in your self-esteem. And they don't necessarily mean it in that way. They don't mean to harm you or hurt you, they're trying to help you and support you. They're trying to protect you. You know, stop putting yourself through this. I see this with a lot of uh, business owners, whether it's their partners, their spouses, their friends, whether it's, you know, their family or their or, or their parents, you know, the, the well-meaning person that goes up to them and says, listen, why are you putting yourself through this? You know, I just don't think you're cut out to be successful. You're not cut out to be an entrepreneur. Or I just don't think you're cut out to, you know, write the book, be on stage, you know, whatever it might be. And they don't mean it in a way to damage you or to hurt you. They're trying to support you and, and help you. It's just a little bit of a fucked up way of doing it. And if we're honest with ourselves, sometimes we might fall foul of being that force or that presence in other people's lives. And the bottom line is this, if you've had someone in your life for five years criticizing you, um, even if it comes from a well-meaning place, putting you down, even if they don't mean to do it, if that was the thing that was going to make you successful and you've been putting up with it for five years, you would be successful already. It would have worked already. 
Equally, if you're the person doing it to yourself, if you're very self-critical, self-judgmental, if you're that person, you know, that, I don't know, let's say, for example, let's go weight and health. Let's say every day you look in the mirror and you hate on yourself. And every time you catch your reflection in a shop window, you hate on yourself. And every time you refer to yourself, you hate on yourself. And, you know, we have this running dialogue, you know, in our, in our unconscious mind that's constantly you know, just putting ourselves down and we're not good enough, you don't look good enough and you're not acceptable and you're not lovable. And if you've done that for 10, 20, sometimes I, I meet clients and members who have done this for their entire life, you know, maybe 30, 40 years. If that was going to make you slim, if that was going to make you healthy, if that was going to make you love yourself, it would have worked already. Any strategy, I don't care how like big the goal is and the outcome is, if you play any strategy for 20, 30, 40 years, it's going to work unless the strategy is broken. So I want you to really challenge yourself right now and say, right, you know, underneath the surface in my own mindset, my own psychology, what is it that I'm doing to myself that's potentially damaging myself? What am I doing that's making me miserable? What am I doing that's making me feel less, less of myself? You know, what am I doing that's making me you know, not perform at my best? What am I doing that's making me, you know, perhaps interact with people in a negative way? And if you've been doing this for five years, 10 years, 20 years, your entire life, you've got to ask yourself, is it working? Because if it was going to be the solution to whatever you think it's solving, it would have solved it by now. So the real key message of this entire episode is to get you to question your interactions with yourself, question some of the harshness that you might treat yourself with, but also to evaluate the environments that you're in, the people that you cohabit those environments with, and look at how those interactions are playing out and look at these forces that are in your life, both within yourself, but external to yourself, and to ask yourself, is it working? Like being down on myself, is that working? Having other people around me that are down on me or judge me or criticize me, even if it comes from a, a kind-hearted, good-natured, albeit really fucking messed up place, is it working? If, you know, self-judgment was going to make you a better person and you've been doing it for 20 years, you should be an incredible person. If criticism was going to make you perform better, make you be better, make you be more successful, and you've had someone in your life, or you've had multiple people, you attract people who have criticized you for five years, 10 years or more, then it would have worked. You'd be an incredible human being right now. If hating your body was going to make you fit and healthy and slim, then you'd be an athlete right now if you've done that for five years, for 10 years, for 20 years. If these negative judgments on yourself, I'm not good enough, I don't deserve. If you have these kinds of pervasive thoughts and you've had them for so long, you've got to ask yourself, what are they trying to serve? What's the outcome that they're trying to get for you? See, the whole idea of not feeling good enough is kind of to either keep you in a position that you become accustomed to, you know, is to have low expectations and therefore to find comfort in maybe what I might refer to, what you might think of as a substandard quality of life, or it's meant to be a motivator in order to push you to becoming a better person, in order to be good enough. So ask yourself a question. If you're someone out there right now and you know you have these 
different ways of saying it to yourself, but this overriding thought or perception of yourself that you're not good enough in some way or even in all ways, ask yourself, what are you unconscious? Not you personally, I'm not blaming you, but unconsciously, what are you trying to protect yourself from or what are you trying to make happen or create through those repeated patterns? Are you trying to protect yourself from putting yourself out there and failing? Are you trying to protect yourself by keeping your expectations low and therefore maybe you can't truly fail because you have so low expectations of yourself? Maybe there's that unconscious agenda, you know, to get you to try and drive you to be better. Try and work out what the outcome is, what these these negative things, what they are actually trying to do, how they're trying to serve you. Then look at your life and say to yourself, is it working? Almost certainly it isn't. It might be working in a minor way. So protecting you from having high expectations of yourself to keep you trapped in a mediocre life, it's kind of working, but it's not really working, is it? If it's making you miserable, unhappy, frustrated, if it's dampening your experience of life, your quality of life, then whilst it might be serving you in one aspect, the trade-off is way too much. So of course it's not working. If you're not you know, an incredibly successful, dynamic human being, then the question is, the last 20 years of self-judgment, self-criticism, has it worked? Well, it hasn't worked because if it was going to work, it would work already. So guess what? Like any strategy that fails consistently over long periods of time, we need a better strategy. With ourselves, with life, as it is with our businesses, we should consistently be striving forward and driving forward to find increasingly better ways of getting increasingly better results. This is the approach that we need to put into business, but it's also the approach we need to put into ourselves as beings, as human beings, as people, and also, of course, as entrepreneurs as well. We want to increasingly find better ways of getting increasingly better results. So if you've been negative on yourself, been down on yourself, have these thought patterns, these perception patterns, these negative habits that have been prolific for many years, then at some point you need to see and understand it's not working. It's not giving you the result that you want. It's not giving you the result that it's designed or it unconsciously was taken on to get. So I really want you to challenge yourself here because whilst I'm also going to talk in a minute about external people and external forces and external influences, nothing is more pervasive than the one inside of ourselves. The environment inside us is the one where there are no holds barred. I've often said, you know, if you were your own child, the chances are social services would take you off yourself. If you're a parent yourself or if you know small children, if not just the concept of raising a child... If you berated a child from birth for, you know, the first 10 years of its life, if you criticized that child, if nothing that child did was good enough, if you did this 10 or 20 times a day, 30 times a day, if you neglected and ignored that child's needs for huge chunks of time, and then to try and make it up to them, you poured, you know, Coke and ice cream and sweets and chocolates down their throat and pizza, and, you know, you spent one hour kind of trying to compensate 
for the love that was missing, for the nurturing that was missing and the connection that was missing by trying to shove sugar and shit down that kid's throat, that would be a terrible parent, right? However, many adults do exactly that. They neglect themselves and their needs for the majority of the day. When they give themselves any attention, a huge proportion of that is negative attention, criticism, judgment, negative thought patterns. And then at the end of the day or at the weekend or when they're feeling really shit and really low, they pour, you know, a litre of ice cream down their throat or they go out and get pissed on 10 pints or have two bottles of wine or, I don't know, eat pizza and hot dog all day long. You know, and they indulge it with chocolates and sugar and crap to try and make themselves feel better. If you're a parent to a child and you raised your child in a similar way to how many of us kind of nurture and raise ourselves you would see a child that was incredibly dysfunctional. And when you look inside yourself, there'll be no surprises as to why some of the areas of your life, you are also dysfunctional. Whether it's in your relationships, with your health, with your body, with your nutrition, whether it's with your self-care, you know, whether it's your success, your finances. When we look at how we treat ourselves, when we look at how we nurture ourselves, when we look at how we maybe damage ourselves we can start to see the impact that's having, and I keep saying this, on life itself. So on the external factors of life, our success, our business growth, our finances. But of course, I keep coming back to these other two things, our experience of life and our quality of life. And fundamentally, you became an entrepreneur, you became a business owner because you were hoping for or expecting or at least dreamed of a better experience, a better quality of life. And the bottom line is really simple. You are the one factor that consistently goes with you. We're going to talk about other people and external environments in a minute, but you can't escape yourself. And that's why if you have this negative chat and you have this negative perception of yourself and you vocalize it, albeit internally in your head, but you vocalize it to yourself consistently throughout the day. And maybe you try and compensate in all the wrong ways with food or alcohol or other drugs or stimulants and start to look at yourself and saying, if this was the strategy that was going to make me happy, I'd be happy already. If this was a strategy that was going to make me successful, I'd be successful already. If this was the strategy that was going to give me a fulfilled experience of an incredible quality of life, I would have that already. And if you've been doing this for multiple years or even for multiple decades, and you don't have those things, then you have to call bullshit on this and you have to let it just sink in. It's not working. And more importantly, your unconscious needs to know it's not working. And when that light bulb goes off, when that logic bomb goes off in the unconscious, it will allow you to start to find better ways of getting better results. So have that conversation with yourself, have that realization for yourself, and then think of better ways of getting better results. If you hate your car, you don't treat your car well. If you love your car, you treat your car well. If you hate your phone, you don't treat it well. You'll drop it, you won't protect it, you'll leave it hanging around, you'll spill stuff on it. If you love your mobile phone, you'll buy a nice case for it, you'll protect it, you'll clean it, you'll nurture it, you'll keep hold of it. It's the same thing for ourselves. If we hate ourselves, we neglect ourselves. If we hate ourselves, we don't look after ourselves. We don't look after our well being. We don't protect ourselves. But if we love ourselves, then we respect ourselves. And if we respect ourselves, we take great care of ourselves. 
and we look after ourselves. So if you think hating yourself is going to make you a better person, you need to have this complete 180 on this and realize it's the loving of yourself that's going to make you a better person. Loving your body is what's going to enable you to create a healthier body. Loving money or loving finances or loving your business or loving your kids, your partner, loving the world, that's what's going to transform your wealth, your relationships, your world. You cannot escape you and therefore this is the main priority of this episode and it's the main priority that you need to take on. If it was going to work, it would have worked already. If it's not working, you need better ways of getting better results. You need to get into yourself and you need to make it happen for yourself. Love yourself. Try something different. Hating myself didn't work for the last 20 years. Let's try loving myself. I know it can be really challenging, by the way. I know it can be really stressful and scary to love yourself, even if who you're being isn't the version of yourself that you want to love, if that makes sense. So we have to have that unconditional love for ourselves. Not like, well, when I get skinny, then I'll love myself. But until I get skinny, I'll hate myself. But the hating of myself means I disrespect myself, which means I don't look after myself, which means I'm caught in this trap of never getting the body or the health that I want to have. So you know what? It's not working. Let's try something different. If nothing else is working, then try something else. I'm here to give you a shortcut Try loving your body and loving yourself and see how that works for you. The next thing we'll look at is external environments. Now, these are easier to manage in many ways because you can escape them. You can't escape yourself. You have to do the work on yourself. You have to change yourself. Other people and other external influences and environments, you can shut them off. There's no rule that says that you have to stay friends with someone that isn't serving you. There's no rule that says you have to stay in a marriage that isn't serving you. There's no rule that says you have to stay connected with your parents. You have to stay connected with anybody in this world. There's no rules on that. You get to protect yourself. You get to remove yourself from those environments, from those people. Now, I get equally, it might be a little bit of a stretch and a challenge and an emotional one and a, and a huge pull on you to start considering, you know, distancing yourself from your closest friends, or even from your husband or your wife, or even from your own parents. And I get that. And I'm certainly not advocating that that's your first line solution here. What you want to do, just like you want to re-educate yourself and you want to work with yourself, you need to also work with those other people and re-educate those other people. But I want you first and foremost to really think, are they worth it? Is this relationship, is this person, is this environment worth me putting all this energy and time into in order to make it and create it in a way that it needs to be to support me in what I need to get out of life and how I want to feel out of life and who I want to become out of life. So I would say really simply, the relationship with your kids, probably worth it. The husband, the wife, probably worth it. Mum, dad, probably worth it. Best friend, maybe worth it. Loose acquaintances, cut them off. It's just not worth it. An environment that makes you feel shit about yourself that doesn't really contribute anything to you and that you're not particularly overly emotionally attached to, just cut it off. Stop it. Whether it's an actual environment like a workplace or a club you belong to or a social media group that you're part of or a WhatsApp group, a Snapchat group, whatever it is, if it's not serving you, if it's just taking from you, making you feel bad about yourself and you're not overly committed in those relationships, just cut it off. 
because you can't fix every single one of these. It will take you a lifetime to fix yourself and then to go on and fix every single relationship that you have in this world. So prioritize the ones that really matter. The one with yourself, non-negotiable. You have to work on the relationship you have with yourself because there's no escaping that. That's the one person that's going to be with you every second of your life till your last breath. Then work on the most significant relationships, the ones that you feel you owe it to, to really make them work. And these ones, I'm not here to judge, but I would say these are like the ones with your kids, your husband, your wife, your closest family, your closest friends maybe. But there's a line, imagine like, like concentric circles. So right in the center, it's you. That's the one you have to work on. Then outside of that, maybe it's your kids, your husband, your wife. Outside of that, maybe it's mum and dad or siblings. Outside of that, maybe it's closest friends. Outside of that, maybe it's secondary friends. Outside that, loose acquaintances. So for me, you know, it's saying, right, you know what? I'm going to bring that circle in. I'm going to, I'm just going to cut out some of that negativity in my life because if it was going to work, it would be working already. This is the mantra of this episode over and over again. If being part of that community and that community is making me feel worse about myself or it's negging me out or it's putting me down in some way or it's just triggering me in ways that makes me not be all I can be, then the question is really simple is it working? What am I getting out of this? Does it give me the result that I would truly want out of life? And if I've been part of this for a year, five years, 10 years, 20 years, if it was going to work, it would be working already. Therefore, I need to change it. And you know what? Those outer edges of those concentric circles, just cut them off. You know, social media people, you know, you don't even know them, you don't meet them, whatever, but maybe there's, you know, you've got some little haters out there that keep niggling away. Just cut them off. Maybe there's some friends of friends that you sometimes hang around with and you love your friends, but their friends suck or make you feel shit or whatever. Cut them off. You know, maybe there's some, uh, not some close, close friends, but there's some friends that you like hanging out with, but you come home at the end of the day or after a phone call and again, you just don't feel great about yourself. You know, maybe consider cutting them off. Put your attention into those relationships that really matter, the environments that really matter. You at the center always. Then your closest family, your closest friends, the relationships that really matter to you. And then you have to re-educate them and you have to let them know it's not working. Is this going to cause conflict? Potentially. How you approach it will determine to some degree the level of fallout. You know, if you turn to your mum and say, you know what, mum, you're killing me, you're destroying me, you're constant nagging at me, you're constantly putting me down, it's saying to her, you're damaging me and you're damaging this thing that you've created, your child. And I've already said to you, like 99 times out of 100, if not nine times out of 10, they have no intention to harm you. They have no intention to hurt you. These are the people that are closest to you. Acquaintances, maybe some of them do have ulterior motives to, to put you down and make you feel shit. But your closest family, your closest friends, the chances are, I'm not saying 100%, but the chances are they don't mean to harm you and hurt you. And therefore, if you attack them, the chances are they're going to feel bad about this. They then may end up being defensive and then you end up falling out with people. So you have to think about how can you communicate with these people? How can you retrain these people to give you more of what you need and what you want in order for you to become who you need to be and who you want to be. Before you have those conversations, just ask yourself, what are the intentions of this person? If this person's really genuinely, and this is hard, right, to actually to know truly, but if you really do believe that someone close to you, their intention is to deliberately harm you and hurt you, you have to seriously question whether 
you should be in that relationship, no matter who it is. If you really believe that that person is genuinely out to hurt you and harm you, and that's their intention, I would say no matter how tight that relationship is, you should seriously question the validity of that relationship in your life. The chances are, nine times out of 10, 99 times out of 100, they either don't know they're doing it, it's their own habitual response because that's how they see the world, maybe that's how they see themselves, maybe that's how they were raised, or they are, in a screwed up way, trying to protect you because they do care for you and love you, and they're trying to keep you safe, and they're doing it in all the wrong ways. So once you acknowledge that they aren't out to get you, and they really aren't trying to harm you, you can generally have a bit of compassion for them and understanding for them. And if you can see the love they have for you, it makes it far more easy for you to be able to have that compassionate and understanding conversation. Not the one where you attack them, not the one where you judge them or criticize them, because you're just going to pull out the worst in them as well. It's the one that understands that they love you, the one that understands they're trying to protect you, but the person also that you need to be is the one that realizes that if that was going to work, it would have worked already. It's not working. We have new ways of getting better results, and you need to communicate that with the people that matter most to you to make that happen for you. Don't expect to have perfect conversations. Don't expect this to go 100% the way you expect it to or want it to. It's very possible that it could cause a degree of unsettledness, maybe a little bit of conflict, but always manage yourself impeccably. You can't control the other person. You can't manage the other person, but you need to manage yourself. And as long as you come to these encounters and these conversations and these interactions with your best self forward, with you know your own best interest at heart, but also from a loving and compassionate place for the other person, you can trust yourself to communicate at your highest level, at your best level in these set of circumstances. Are you going to be perfect? No, don't expect to be perfect. But when you realize that you need to create change, you need to have these conversations, that you need to make these relationships and these environments work for you, then you'll realize it's important that you have these conversations as uncomfortable as they might be. And then you have to accept full responsibility for what might come out of them. At the end of the day, whenever you create change in your life, you must take responsibility for any repercussions that come out from those actions, from you creating that change. So you have to be prepared to take full responsibility for the actions that you take. And therefore, I'm not here to tell you that you should do absolutely anything because I can't offer you any guarantees that you'll get the outcome you want. It's possible that other people will refuse to change. Maybe they're incapable of changing. Maybe they're not comfortable with the new rules that you put in place or the line that you draw in the sand. All you can do is do it as compassionately as possible with as much love as possible, the same as you're going to do it for yourself as well. Treat yourself in the same way. You know, if you've highlighted something inside yourself now, you think, oh my God, look at that. I'm even bigger dickhead than I thought I was. You're doubling down on the bad behavior. If it was going to work, it would have worked already. So you need to handle yourself with love and compassion and understanding. This is how you minimalize any fallout there might be. You must take responsibility for that. I'm not telling you to do absolutely anything at all. What I am saying to you is really simple. Question. Question how you treat yourself question how other people treat you, question the relationships that you have, the environments that you occupy, find out what is it that you're trying to achieve, what is it you're trying to create in this world, 
are these things supporting you? And if they're in place in some weird fucked up way to kind of serve you and help you and assist you and protect you, you have to say to yourself, really simple, if they were going to work, they would have worked already. We need to find new ways. We need to find new ways to deal with ourselves, to build that relationship in new ways with ourselves, but also all of those environments and relationships that surround us that maybe don't fully support us in being our best self, in doing the best we can, creating the best life, business, and also fundamentally to exert ourselves in the world in the best possible way so that we can create the best possible life and world for us and those people we love and care about to occupy. So big question there. Is it working? If it's not, the realization, if it was going to work, it would have worked already. Find new ways, better ways of getting better results. Okay, nice one, guys. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. As you know, I always appreciate it. I'm well aware that there are many people out there vying for your time and your attention right now. So I always appreciate you giving me yours. As a give back, I always try and give you some you know, extra content. I try and give you some extra resources to tap into. I'm also completely committed to making the content on these podcasts as valuable as possible to support you and help you the best I possibly can. If you are a five-figure business doing 30, 40, 50K, maybe even 20K or even 70K, but you haven't yet hit 100 grand turnover for whatever reason, don't forget the Six Figure Fast Track Masterclass webinar is waiting for you right now. It's a 90-minute webinar masterclass. We look at your six-figure mindset. Where does your mindset need to be to hit six figures? Your six-figure business model and your six-figure day-to-day methodologies that you need to focus on and have in place in order to take your business to 100 grand or more in the next 12 months or less. If you haven't yet done that, get yourself on the Six Figure Fast Track. If you also want to go find me on social media, you'll see all my social media links in the description as well. I'd love to connect with you. I put out other content besides this podcast and it'd be great to have you on board. I will see you next time. Until then, as always, be successful. Leveling up extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. 